Welcome to the Agent of Wealth podcast with Mark Boudis from Boudis Financial. In this podcast, Mark helps guide you towards financial freedom, ensure you never run out of money, and create a balance in life that prioritizes what is most important to you. Join us for this journey as Mark draws from years of expertise and guest experts to solve the multiple wealth building challenges involved in your financial life. Welcome back to the Agent of Wealth. This is your host, Mark Bowdis. On today's show, I'm going to talk about things to consider as your child becomes independent. Now, independence could mean different things to different families. It could mean that your child's 18 years old and they're, they're off to college and it's the first time that they're living away. It could mean that they finish college, they're 21, 22 years old, and they've gotten their first job. But independence doesn't have to be tied to college. It could be when they're older and they decide to leave the house. A lot of people wonder how their own finances will change as their children become independent. Some of the questions that we get are around where do parents draw the line with their children? What levels of involvement and or support should their parents maintain with their children? What are some of the planning points that parents need to be aware of? And how can they make smart decisions that benefit both themselves and their children? So to discuss today's topic, the areas that we'll cover are maintaining access to their child's important health, financial, and academic information, understanding how their financial goals may change or at least need to be revisited once their child leaves the house and becomes independent, determining the extent to which their child will remain commingled with their finances as they become independent. And this is like in the areas of taxes, health insurance, auto insurance, gifting. You also want to evaluate the level of risk or liability that their child may pose to their own finances. So I'm also making a checklist available that covers these key areas and goes into specifics. Checklist has 22 items to consider. So let's get started. First one is, does your child have any taxable investment accounts? These could be things that are UGMAs, brokerage accounts, savings accounts. If so, you may want to take a look at what age do they become the owner of these accounts? Um, Because as a minor, there had to be a custodian or adult attached to them. You may also want to look and see if the accounts are subject to kitty tax and if there's anything that can be done to mitigate that. Number two, you want to, you need to review how your taxes may change once your child becomes independent. This may include like the loss of any credits or deductions that you were able to take. You may also want to look at whether it still makes sense to claim your child as a dependent on your tax return. So like an example, of this is if your income is too high and you're not able to claim some of those credits, it may be appropriate to not claim your child as a dependent and have them claim the credits that you're phased out of to make sure you definitely want to talk to a tax professional to see what what makes sense to do. You also want to remember to increase your tax withholdings or estimated payments if appropriate, and that could be the result of not being able to claim some of those credits that you were able to claim. There are a couple of areas around health insurance. Does it make sense to keep them on your plan or that they get their own coverage? They can stay on your plan up until age 26, but this decision, it's around both coverage and cost. If your health insurance plan is an HSA eligible one and your child cannot stay on it, they may be able to open up their own HSA plan and fund their own HSA. So that's something to, to look at. The earlier that you start contributing to an HSA, it's a it's a health savings account and, and the funds in there can be used not just for current medical expenses, but for medical expenses down the road. So definitely the earlier that you start, the better they'll be. If your child's attending college, you probably want to review any in-state or out-of-state residence requirements 
and determine whether you have the appropriate documentation in place. So this could be like a driver's license, an insurance policy, or other forms. In the case of an emergency, do you want to have access to your child's important records? So like a health, academic, financial records, and this is after they turn 18. So a lot of people think, oh, they're my child, they're at college, they're still dependent, I have access to everything, and in reality, you may not. Um, So you may want to look at having your child sign a HIPAA and or a family education rights and privacy waiver form. So that gives you access to some of those health and academic records. Or you may even want to take it a step further and have a durable medical and or financial power of attorney put together. If you're concerned about your child's actions or behaviors causing current or future liability issues for you, you may want to consider prioritizing your savings or even shifting assets into accounts or structures that are protected from liability issues. So there are some types of accounts that have better protection than than others do. Um, Are you planning to help your child with a large upcoming expense? This could be like a wedding, a vehicle purchase, a down payment on a home, or help funding the starting of a business. If you are, you want to consider the extent that doing so will affect your own finances. And just taking that one step further, you probably need or want to review your budget and expenses once your child leaves the house. It could be that your current cash flow is, is changing. Maybe you're spending less money, but maybe you're helping them out with some of these large weddings, vehicles, down payments that uh, you just want to check and see how doing Can you do those? Uh, and if you do, um, how will your finances be impacted both positively or, or negatively? Are you thinking of moving or downsizing your home after your children leave the house. And if this is the case, you want to consider, is it really going to be beneficial to your situation? I think a lot of people think it is. And then in some cases, they do the analysis and it's not as beneficial as they think it will be. I see in my town all the time, or I guess you can say it's a joke in my town, uh, starting in May, we see lawn signs of high school seniors or college seniors who are graduating. And then a couple of weeks after graduation, we see the for sale sign on the front lawn. Next is, do you anticipate your children will request any additional monetary support from you even after they become dependent? So you may want to look at how that would impact your finances. You also may want to consider whether making a family loan to your child as opposed to a gift is uh, is appropriate to do. Uh, Do you own a business? If so, consider whether hiring your children could be beneficial to your situation and theirs. The first $13,500, which is the maximum standard deduction for dependents in 2023, that your child earns, it's federally tax-free and potentially payroll tax-free if they're under 18. And then with earned income, your child may be able to kickstart their Roth IRA savings early. So this one's not necessarily tied to your children becoming independent. It may be something you want to do even prior to them becoming independent. But again, if you own a business, it's definitely something to look into. If your protection needs change because there are no longer people depending upon your income or less people depending upon your income, you may want to review your life insurance policies. If your child is driving and still considered your dependent, you may want to talk to your insurance agent about whether it's appropriate to have a separate auto insurance policy for your child as an additional layer of liability or whether getting or increasing your umbrella insurance policy coverage makes sense. Does your child have any serious health issues or disabilities? If so, consider proactive steps you can take to protect your child before they leave the house. So this may mean something as simple as establishing a support system before they go away to college. And just you just want to make sure you have the appropriate paperwork in place um, if that's the case. Last one I have on the list is, are you concerned about having extra funds or unused funds in a 529 plan? So some options here are you could consider changing the beneficiary to another child or another family member if it's applicable, 
or you can utilize the 529 to Roth transfer feature. So this is something that's starting in 2024 and it was put in place exactly for this. Some people are a little bit hesitant about funding 529s because they're worried about unused funds in the 529 after their child finishes college. The ability to transfer uh, some, or I guess you can transfer your 529 with limitations to a Roth um, should help alleviate some of those concerns. All right, so today we talked about things that someone should review when their child becomes independent. In the show notes, we'll leave a link to download this checklist. You can review it. I recommend downloading it, going through all the items on there, just seeing which ones you'll be impacted um, with. If you have a question on one of them or you go through it and you check off the ones you'll that you think you're impacted by and you want to review it with someone, we do offer a free consultation. You can set up at bowdisfinancial.com backslash call. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Don't forget to follow the Agent of Wealth on the platform you listen from and leave us a review of the show. We're currently accepting new clients, and if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one consultation with our advisors, please do so at bowdisfinancial.com backslash call. Thank you for listening to the Agent of Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Boutis Financial. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial planning and investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investments and financial planning.